0: Hello, and welcome back to Multimodal. I'm your host, Baxter Future. Today, I wanted to talk about the new kinds of OpenAI competition, and I'm not speaking from a business perspective today. I'm speaking from the perspective of a developer using these models, like just the quality of the outputs. Um, so the two models that I want to talk about is Eleuther AI's GPT-J and CogView. So if you don't know, GPT-J is a language model uh, which is released free and open source by an open source, I guess, collective called Eleuther AI. Um, And their engine is a couple billion parameters and Eleuther estimates it's on par with OpenAI's GPT-3 Curry engine. Okay, so it's GPT-J which is on par with OpenAI's GPT-3 Curry <clears throat> um at the same time, there is something called Cog View, which people are calling quote unquote Chinese DALI, <laughs> which is a multimodal model where you can enter text and get back an image. Uh Cog View is four billion parameters, and I believe OpenAI's DALI, which is not released yet is I think 11 to 12 billion parameters. So I, I believe call of view is like a third the size right now. I don't know how I feel about people calling it quote unquote Chinese Dali. I think it, a little bit flirting with like some like some like racist or, you know, some kind of thing like that. Like, uh, you know, I, I I don't think it's polite, uh, but I mean, I also don't think it comes from a bad place necessarily because it it is Chinese Dali in the sense that you, like you need to enter Chinese simplified Chinese in order to get back an image. You can't enter English, right? So I mean, I guess people are calling it quote unquote Chinese Dali. I will not be calling it Chinese Dali for the purposes of this conversation. Uh, I will be calling it CogView, which is the name the authors gave it. Um, but anyway, so uh, CogView, right, is 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 is, is sort of. Uh, a dali free open source competitor right and so these are the two models i'll be talking about today i'll start with gptj i so i put out a twitter poll yesterday asking how is everybody finding gptj versus gpt3 curry and so far the results are neck and neck it's 50-50 uh people are saying gptj they're, they're you know it's just as good as gpt3 curry now I I was I'm, you know the the poll isn't done yet and I encourage you guys you know follow me on Twitter at b a k z t future um, to also vote but I I like I'm finding still GPT three curry is better than GPT J right I feel the quality of the results are better for various tasks you know generation prediction all my usual stuff. I mean, look, I, I have an intuition for these kinds of things. When I use GPT-3 DaVinci, I can tell like this is DaVinci, you know, and, and maybe this would be a cool video where I like sort of blind taste test myself <laughs> with different Eleuther AI models and different GPT-3 models. And let's see how accurately I can predict which engine it's coming from. But I mean, I have an intuition for these kinds of things. My intuition tells me GPT-3 Curry is still better than GPT-J. Now, the peculiar part is, you know, Eleuther AI published, you know, like stats, right? And, you know, on the benchmarks they were training against, I believe it's on par or better, right? So, I mean, props to them, right? Uh, at the same time, uh, AI super props, they even talked about their data set, right? Where it is more from a diverse data set. Than GPT-3 was trained on. It's trained on more different kinds of data, and I am I am hearing on Twitter that GPT-J, especially for code stuff, does a lot better than GPT-3 Curry. So there might be specific domains, but I guess the only thing I'm I'm saying is just from an intuitive perspective, and it's subjective. I could be completely wrong. I just I'm finding GPT-3 Curry is still better. And look, that's my opinion. I want to hear from you guys, right? Participate in the in the in the Twitter poll, you know, you can write in the YouTube comments, wherever, let me know, right? How are you finding GPTJ? Is it just as good? Like what, what scenarios did it did do really well at? And th- I guess my only thing is, you know, I want you to, you know, answer honestly, and also keep in mind, like, I'm not saying GPTJ isn't the better choice overall, right? Because you might you might prefer GPT J because it's free, because it's open source, right? Maybe, maybe you don't want to work with OpenAI. Maybe you know you don't want to collaborate them. You don't want them to have control over your product. Maybe your interest is only fine-tuning, anyways, right? And so you just need like, you know, a couple billion parameter model, or you're gonna fine-tune it. GPT J is, is probably the better choice in that case. So who cares about GPT 3 Curry? But I'm saying outside of those cases, like I'm saying if you didn't have to worry about money, if you didn't have to worry about too much of a business applicability just in terms of the quality of the outputs how are you finding GPT-J versus gpt3 curry now the reason i'm bringing this up I, you know i've clearly described i feel one way i lean more towards open ai right but the thing is by saying that the, the broader question is is there some kind of open ai excuse me is there some kind of open ai secret sauce that we don't know about right <laughs> because I guess, in theory, with as much similar data with, you know, the s- similar model, um, you know, similar amounts of training data and compute spent, you know, if there is some difference between GPT-J and GPT-3 Curry, why is that, right? And like, does OpenAI have some kind of secret sauce that we don't know about, right? Now... And this is, you know, this is more on the conspiracy theory end of the spectrum. I, I actually don't think they have. They they may, but I just don't think they're hiding anything that they could have done differently. Because, look, they're they're pretty, you know, they publish their research pretty uh, openly. I, I I don't get the sense they obfuscate a lot of the research findings in the research papers. They open source a lot of their code. They speak openly. Um, but it could be possible, maybe that. There is some special sauce there, which is of corporate interest, which was off-limits for talking about. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, right? They, they switched to for-profit, so who's to say, right? Like, they're not a non-profit anymore. Um, and, and, and at the same time, like, a like, Luther published their data sources and compared it to OpenAI's. It is more diverse, but I, like... Like I just, I think maybe, maybe OpenAI did more stuff with their data. Like I, I maybe, maybe the model stuff is, is pretty, um, is pretty standardized or the scaling up of the parameters. That stuff is all like the normal stuff, but I, I suspect maybe there was more going on in the training data that OpenAI did. Maybe it's higher quality. Maybe it has less duplicates. Maybe it's cleaner. And, and as a result of better training data, the model is better, um, I mean, I mean, that that's my theory, that if there was a secret sauce, maybe it's something like that, right? But, I, I, I mean, look, if you look at a Luther, I would have thought it's coming from more diverse sort of data sets, and they're very public about it. I, at least my opinion, I would have thought GPT-J would be better in theory. Maybe diversity is bad. I don't know, right? Again, like, I don't have access to multi-billion models that I can train and compare. And also, to be honest, maybe the way I'm evaluating is not good. Like this subjective, intuitive kind of stuff. Like obviously that's not, <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know. I think we need to test it at a bigger scale with more people blindly testing, to really uh, evaluate these models, right? But, like, look, I I, I don't want to bash on GPTJ. You know, incredible achievement, open source. They're doing you know great things in the world. I you know I could be wrong. That this is just my how I'm finding it. It's really early. But uh, like, I also want to hear from other people. How are you finding GPTJ so far? Right. How, how are you finding it? What do you think? Um, am I wrong? Keeping all these things in mind, like you don't care about, like, regardless of cost, regardless of all those other things, just the model output, how are you finding between the two? Right. And look, maybe, maybe the model parameter count has something to do with it as well. Like, like personally, like, um, these are the like the lower tier models, the lower tier engines, right? GPT three curry is one of the lower tier ones, right? Uh, maybe GPT Neo, maybe L three I will release a Da Vinci level, one hundred seventy five billion parameter model, and it will be just as good, right? Who's to say? I, I think it's. I think the comparisons are a lot. I think the comparisons will be a lot easier to tell at a larger parameter size when the expectations are higher as opposed to a smaller parameter size where the the bar is already low. Like I don't expect much from GPT-3 Curry as it is, right? And so I'm happy with the result, even if it's like a little bit still disappointing. (laughs) And so uh, anyways, just putting it out there, let me know what you think. Uh, Yeah, now I'm gonna talk about CogView, same similar deal. Like, you know, yes, it's 4 billion parameters, right? And DALI, I believe was 11 or 12 billion. So it's about the third, the size. But in my opinion, the results were just not as good as as what OpenAI showed in their Dolly DALI, Dali research paper. And like look, I hoped, you know, on, from the OpenAI perspective that those results that they have in the paper were not super hand-picked. Right? Like I hope they were true few shot, right? Like maybe less than five, maybe less than ten attempts, right? But if it was like a hundred or a thousand and they just picked the best ones. I think I'd feel away. <laughs> like it was sort of under, over promised, under delivered kind of thing. But CogView, I was, you know, I, I did not get as, I, I was expecting almost dally level results and I did not get them. And again, this goes back to the same points. Like, is there something OpenAI is doing? Do they have some kind of intuition or some kind of better approach to training data that I, I believe their models are just better, right? Uh, And maybe it's too early to say. Who's to say, right? I mean, it's my opinion. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm using these tools wrong. Cogview again, is something I'd I'd love to hear from you guys. Like, like what do you think? Um, Like, how does it compare? Uh, I still like latent revisions. Uh, I I think it is better than Cogview. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. Uh, At least based on what I entered, right? Um, And uh, anyways, like, the the, the competition thing, it's worth noting, like, these are the models today, right? But, you know, open source is always like that, right? The first few versions, you just have to be a super van, you have to put up with it. And then over time, they get very, uh, industrially competitive very quickly, right? And they improve. And there's lots of people jumping in. Certainly the Eleutherai Discord is, is really active and really busy. There's a lot of people contributing in all these different ways, right? And so, Anyways, like I, I again I don't wanna make this an episode where I bash anybody. Like COVID is still a tremendous achievement, GPT J is is still a tremendous achievement. And um I, I know these models will just get better. I guess I guess the only question I, I'm sort of raising is f- even now, is is there things that OpenAI is still doing or did that that we just don't know about, right? and that you know maybe we need to reverse engineer those things as well in order to get models as good or better than open ai but anyways yeah that, that's putting it out there open everyone's opinion uh i also wanted to just briefly mention i started a subreddit earlier this year or maybe late last year called r slash multimodal um it's not about the podcast it, you know it's just a community for people who want to chat about multimodal models. I've been sharing a lot of research code and even cool art people are making with multimodal models on the subreddit. I realized, you know, we're a few episodes into the podcast. I realized today, like I've never, I don't think I've ever plugged the subreddit before. Uh, We're almost at a hundred members. And again, this is just something I run just for fun, just to like, you know, chat with others. It's about just building a community and, like-minded people are interested in this stuff and again this is not even a, a place to for the for the podcast like i i actually think the subreddit is its own thing and so anyways like if you're interested in just joining that community join it reddit.com slash r slash multimodal uh join it free everyone's welcome uh what other things so yeah I, i'm on twitter twitter.com Slash Bakzt Future. Make sure you vote in that poll. How are you finding GPTJ versus GPT3 Curry? It is neck and neck. So you know, I, I would appreciate you hopping in there. You already know about my Substack, Bakzt Future Substack.com. You know about my YouTube channel, YouTube.com Slash Bakzt Future, and you know about this podcast. Uh, we are you know on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it everywhere. YouTube as well. I posted on there. Um, and if you could leave a review and, and, uh, you know, five-star rating for the podcast, I, I'd really appreciate it. I looked the other day on iTunes. We don't have any reviews. So if somebody wants to take some leadership there and, and, and give a nice review, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. Um, yeah, that, that's it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good day, night, evening, wherever you are. Uh, you know, I hope, I hope you have a good one. Thank you so much. Bye.